Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is The Morning Five for Monday, November 21st, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. 34 days till Christmas, Bryce. 34. Let's go. The countdown is on, and I am ready. I bet you you are. Speaking of Christmas, you know what today is? 4K. National Gingerbread Cookie Day. All right. Yeah, we usually do gingerbreads almost every single year for Christmas. And you can get behind gingerbread cookies? I am not a huge gingerbread cookie fan, but it's sort of part of the Christmas season, so I do it anyways. Um, You know, not a big cookie fan. We don't leave uh, cookies out for Santa uh, because the Santa that comes to our house actually doesn't like cookies. It's the weirdest thing. The Santa that comes to our house likes pepperoni, cheese, and beer. Um, So that is what we leave out for Santa. We don't leave out cookies and milk, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm down for I'm down for gingerbread cookies. Actually, we we they usually do like one or two cookies for Santa, little thing of milk. They have a they have a little Santa like uh, cookie jar they leave out in like a Santa milk glass as well. So they leave out all types of stuff for Santa. But uh, yeah, I I can get behind gingerbreads because it's not something you eat all year long. It's not something you see a lot, and it's be, it's part of the holiday season. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll have one or two gingerbread cookies, uh, for the holiday, you know, between now and the end of the year. It's also national stuffing day and I'm going to be controversial here. I don't like it. What are you stuffing? I don't like it at all. Really? You don't like stuffing? What, yeah. what, what do you eat with your turkey? Sides. No, no <laughs> stuffing. Really? No, I don't. Wow. That's controversial. I love stuffing. I know. I love everything about Thanksgiving. You know what? We have a segment on, on Wednesday about this, um, but I'm going to start the conversation early. I can't think of a single thing anybody brings to Thanksgiving dinner that I don't like. Okay. I think I like everything at Thanksgiving dinner. You right. wouldn't know it when you look at me because of my slim figure right. uh, and how fit I am. Um, you know, you wouldn't look at me and immediately think, my God, that guy eats as much as a 700-pound gorilla. Um, but I do. I do like food. Uh, anybody who listens to this podcast is probably shocked by that fact. But I can't think of anything Thanksgiving-wise that people bring that I don't like. I think I like everything. Happy birthday to Coach Rich Finley. Hey, happy birthday, Coach. That's a big day for him. Yeah. Good birthday present on Friday as well. Early birthday yeah. present for him. And no joke. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday. We'll get to that here in a, in a few minutes. But let's start with the conference. How, how old do you think Coach Rich Finley is? He and I have discussed this before because it's tricky because he looks so much younger than he probably is. Right. And I can't remember. There's a specific amount of years between us that I don't know off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, he's he's got me by a few years. So if if you saw Coach Rich Finley 
you wouldn't think he 35 to 39 is where I would shoot, but I, I can almost guarantee you he's older than that. Oh God, no, he's he's probably in his fifties. Yeah, and I, there's if you saw Rich Finley on the street, there's no way you would think he is in his fifties. Yeah, yeah, dude that's, is. In, that's the God's honest truth. He's in better shape in his fifties now than I ever have been in my entire life. No, no joke. <laughs> Let's get to the Falcons uh, and the Bears. Falcons beat the Bears yesterday, 27 to 24. Marcus Mariota, 12 of 20, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Had a hundred balling to uh, QB rating. Balling, dude. Okay. Great stats. You hate that guy. You hate that guy. He just want. He just want a game for you. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. But yeah. You're. A, you're I'll a half game out of the lead for the division, and you hate that guy. He just want a game for you. Uh, Algier and Patterson combined for 107 yards. Uh, Patterson had 103 kickoff return for touchdown and became the um, all-time leader in uh, kickoff returns, I believe. Yeah, with nine, I think. He has yeah. nine career ones now. And uh, that was the longest in Falcons history, actually. Um, 103 yards beating Eric Weems by one one yard. That's surprising considering that we had Devin Hester. Yeah, I when I heard that on the radio, uh, I was very shocked by that. I, I thought Devin Hester owned like every single kick return, you know, record that ever existed. Uh, Pitts and London combined for four receptions and forty-five yards and a touchdown. Meh. Oh, dude, I just yeah, I think I think it's gonna be this way until Mariota is not the quarterback, and it sucks because you're winning. Um, I don't know. This this Falcons team is such an enigma, man. Like they have turned it back to 1970s football with with a run first run heavy offense in the NFL. And it works every now and then. I mean, it, it's worked well enough for them to get a half lead out of the division. I it, so it, it sucks seeing Pitts and London underutilized week in and week out because they're so electric. But I, they keep winning, so it is what it is. At what point do you think the Falcons need to consider trading them for actual like first round picks at, at no point ever you say that, but if we're not going to utilize them the way that they, they should be utilized, not only would that be respectful to them, but it should be helpful to us too, because if we're not going to be doing it, it's, it's not, there's no point in us having them on the team at no point ever. Should that ever be considered ever, ever at no point. Young Waiku uh, had a game-winning field goal with a minute 47 left in the game. Dude's a monster. Yeah. Dude's an absolute monster. I'll, you know what? I should have looked this up before, and it just popped in my head. I wonder what his uh, I wonder what his stats look like this year. Because I feel like every single week, he is just auto-freaking-matic. Let's see. Could be solid. He, oh, man. I, I don't want all this. Holy smokes. That's I hate the way ESPN puts their stats. It's the worst. Oh. That's your problem. You're going to ESPN. Well, it's because it's I was already on here. I do hate ESPN. I think everybody knows that. Um, he's 18 for 22 on field goals. Okay. That is amazing. That He's four for seven in 50 plus and six for seven in 40 plus. He has not missed a single field goal this year from 39 yards and in. Shouldn't. That's amazing. He has 79 points. He did miss two extra points. I, when did that happen? I missed that. One of them was when did he miss two extra ago. points. Oh, that was, it was it was. Oh, they were both at Carolina. I completely forgot about that. That twenty-five to fifteen loss. 
I completely forgot about that. But yeah, Young Way Coos, dude, that guy is amazing. Where did he go to college at? Uh, that I don't remember, but I want to say it was. Oh, Casey Bass is going to kill you. Oh, it's, it's Southern. Yeah, Georgia Southern. He's an Eagle. That's right. Yep. Georgia Southern. Uh, Billy, this weekend also, Falcons won. So did the UGA Bulldogs, baby. Well, beat Kentucky. It wasn't a convincing win, 16 to 6, but. The good thing about it, nobody in the top 10 really had convincing wins. Dude, the top five looked like absolute dog crap all weekend. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Did, I, I woke State up to see that Tennessee game. Ohio State struggled with Maryland. Georgia struggled with Kentucky. Uh, TCU almost. <laughs> they had to literally run their entire kickoff team out because they, had, they were out of timeouts. Run their kickoff team out with a few seconds left to kick a game-winning field goal to beat Baylor. Yep. Uh, and then Michigan struggled with uh, Illinois. Illinois. That was close. That was really close. that. What? Well, they. I mean, TCU and Michigan both won on last-second field goals. Yep. And then and, uh, and the Volunteers. Holy crap! They got absolutely boat raced by Tennessee or their South, uh, South Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, they did. I, I flipped it on. And it was the end of the first quarter, and it was twenty-one to seven. And I was like, "Oh, Tennessee will come back," and they sort of did in the second in the second quarter. But I mean, you know, South Carolina still was leading going into halftime. I fell asleep, and I woke up the next next morning and saw that South Carolina won sixty-three to thirty-eight. I, I was, I mean, Spencer Rattler threw six touchdowns. He went thirty for thirty-seven for four hundred and thirty-eight yards and six touchdowns. Spencer Rattler, who got laughed off the Oklahoma field. Uh, so it was not a good day for anybody in the top 10, really, other than LSU. USC, they only won by three. Now, granted, they were playing a ranked opponent in UCLA. Oregon beat Utah 20-17. to So you got to feel good. UGA beating Kentucky 16-6. to Stetson Bennett 13 for 19, 116 yards, no tuds, one interception. That's sort of where I see the biggest crack in the armor for UGA is the turnovers. If, if they can limit the turnovers then I think they can beat anybody in college football. But that is sort of their one, you know, if you if you could call it a a downfall, you know, that is that is one sort of issue that I see with, with UGA is the turnovers. Something that uh, I, I kind of threw out there, especially with a couple of Georgia fans, was the fact that I said maybe, you know, this was just a look-ahead week. You know, maybe they were all looking ahead, and <laughs> the one Georgia fan that I did text, they were like, the freaking tech Are we dude hey the tech <laughs> hey tech got a ranked win this weekend That's so good. yeah i mean they beat right in 13th ranked north carolina who only had one loss in the season before then uh kenny mcintosh 143 yards one tud sort of uga's mo georgia's defense though completely shut down kentucky i mean it's that that i mean they kentucky didn't have a shot i know it was a sick i know it was a 10 point win it looks closer than it really is they held Kentucky, Kentucky to under 100 yards rushing and only 200 yard, 209 yards passing. Like, you look at these box scores, a lot of these box scores, like the UGA-Kentucky game, the UGA-Tennessee game. At no point in any of those games did I think UGA or, or uh, did Kentucky or Tennessee have a chance to beat UGA. Right. Like, the box scores look closer than the actual games are. So, UGA is still the undisputed number one team in the country, in my opinion. No doubt. Another great win this weekend was the Hawks beat the Raptors 124 to 122. And man, I I really wish that you had had clipped that uh, that last second shot 
and been able to play that because that was awesome. That was amazing. That was uh, one of the coolest things. One of the coolest endings to a Hawks game I've seen in a while. Trey Young, 33 points, 12 assists. DeJounte uh, Murray, 17 points. Hunter, 22 points. A.J. Griffin. A.J. Griffin. 17 points. Most of them were in overtime. Yeah. Have yourself a game, Rook. Uh, we talked to, what was it, one or two games ago, how A.J. Griffin looked like a rookie in that game. He looked like a veteran against the Raptors. He had 17 points, and I don't know how many points he scored in overtime, but I would say the majority of those were in overtime. He went off in overtime. I think he had maybe all but four points of the Hawks' overtime. The Hawks scored 13 points in overtime, and I think A.J. Griffin had at least nine of those. And that last point is wrong, Bryce. What? Last point on, on the Hawks. What's wrong? It wasn't an alley-oop to CC. Was it Hunter? It was AJ Griffin. Oh, it was AJ Griffin. Yeah. I, I don't know why I thought it was CC. Me neither. I was. I don't know. AJ Griffin. That, it was. That was. Uh, that was a while ago. Listen, that was. That was two days ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, the 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 coast to coast pass by trade to the alley-oop. It wasn't even an alley-oop. It, like. It was an it was an alley oop. It was it was awesome. If you if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook or go to our Twitter. We have a video up on it there. Um, but it was it was one of the coolest endings I've seen in a Hawks game. Zero defense played by the Raptors. That was pretty hilarious. So to recap, Falcons win, UGA win. Yep, Hawks win. Yep, yep. Beautiful. Good weekend. Yeah. Good weekend. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from this weekend. Let's do Friday it, night. Man. Friday night lights. Marietta fourteen. Carrollton. 47 moving on to the second round third uh a third round excuse me and facing a team that we didn't think they'd be facing facing walton i believe correct yep buford lost the uh, first time in the second round since 1998 holy crap let me let me say that again they have whoa. they have made it to the playoffs every single year since god knows how long they have, yeah, since god created the earth they have lost for the first time in the second round since 1998 that's crazy nuts uh, that was that 24 years somewhere around there somewhere that's oh my goodness so they will uh Carrollton will face Walton this weekend that's in Carrollton right right Billy correct yes okay I'm sorry. you cut off there no you're fine it's uh, I'm sure it was discord uh, and then also the other team that's moving on to the third round, Bowden, facing Manchester again, one forty-two to twenty-one. It's hard to beat a good team twice, but Rich Finley and crew found out how to do that. Yeah, there was no problem, honestly. Like yeah, it, it, seemed, I it was going to be seemed close uh, early on, but it's, honestly, it was just the depth of Bowden took over in the second half, and it was just ball game. And Billy, that's that's only the third time you've seen Bowden this year, right? Uh, I saw them versus Manchester the first time, second time right. Manchester. I saw them. Who did you see like him? Because you two or three times. Who was that? I'm trying to think of who the other opponent was. I don't think it was a very good opponent. It was a, terrible it was a opponent. yeah. How, how much? How much do you think Bowden has improved? We'll just use that first Manchester game as uh, kind of a measuring post. How, how much do you think Bowden's improved from that first Manchester game to what you saw on Friday night? Tremendously. Um, maybe it was Forest Park. I think so. I think you're right. I think it was Forest Park. 
It was a bad opponent, though. It, it, yeah. it, Bowden, Bowden didn't have to pull out all the bells and whistles to beat him. Not that they might not have against Manchester on Friday, but um, yeah. What, what, what? How much have you seen from Bowden in between game game one Manchester versus game thirteen or game twelve of Manchester? A lot, and not only just offensively, just the change from TJ or from Luke Windham to TJ, and then also defensively, how much stronger the defense has gotten which has been just night and day. Um, that has just been really impressive to me, honestly. And I was telling folks at a birthday party that I was at yesterday, Bowden should be okay. Now, I say this without having to go th- looking at Early County, Lincoln County, or Dooley County. I don't think Bowden will have to pull out all the bells and whistles offensively or defensively until they get to the championship versus Schley County. That's fair. Um, you know, they've, oof. I think, I don't know. I don't know anything about early. I have to look them up. I have to watch them. I'm not sure that I'm saying this without seeing anything from early County, Lincoln County or Dooley County, but I, I know what Bowden has. I know what they bring to the table and that's a damn good football team, man. That is, that is a, that is a really good football team. No argument for me. Uh, up, in Powder Springs, Holy Innocence beats Central 24-14 to game that Steve Lee and I called from atop the press box. We had icicles running off of our nose when this game was over. Uh, Central season, unfortunately, falls short of their ultimate goal, 24-14. to And then Irwin County beats Heard County 55 to nothing. That was a that was a that was a tough game, man, to go down and, and take on Irwin County. Irwin County probably the best team in that division or you know in, in class a division one yes speaking um, so of Irwin county, county Irwin county beats uh early county in week or in, in game 10 of this year for for them so oh did they yeah Ooh, all right. 18 uh in basketball this weekend ranburn at harrelson county for girls we do not have a score for that uh, but harrelson county beat ranburn 62 to 38 in the boys for girls basketball on Saturday, Mount Zion fell to Bremen 45-34. to Alexander at Hurd, no score. And Southwest DeKalb at Carrollton, we don't have a score for that either for girls basketball. Boys basketball on Saturday, Mount Zion beat Bremen 30-22. to And then in women's college basketball, UW beat Clark Atlanta 56-61. to Stephanie Torres, a junior from Orlando, had 20 points, 4 boards, and 3 steals. 65-61. to not 56 to 61. <laughs> 56? Where did I get 56 from? Oh, uh, your your dyslexia kicked in again. There's not even a seven on where did I get where did I get that score from? I don't know. What am I looking at? There's numbers all over all of my screens here. 65 to 61. Sorry about that, guys. Uh and then on Sunday, the World Cup opener, Tar fell to Ecuador two to nothing. Nobody had any beer, and one Ecuadorian fan almost got into a fight with a Qatari fan. Uh, kind of teasing him about the money that Qatar paid for the World Cup. Good. Yeah, it was great. I retweeted. It's fantastic. On the Stump It Games and Events calendar for tonight, girls basketball, we have Her- Harrelson County at Mount Zion at 6 p.m. Heard County versus Douglas at Trinity Christian at 2.30 p.m. And then Carrollton versus Sequoia at 12.30 p.m. Boys basketball, Harrelson County at Mount Zion at 7.30 p.m. In the association, the Hawks are at the Cavaliers at 7 p.m. 
in the NFL. Monday Night Football, 49ers at Cardinals at 8-15. Billy, my fantasy matchup this weekend is going to come down to this matchup tonight. Uh, I, I'm 9-1. and one. The guy I'm playing is 9-1. and one, And we both have wide receivers going tonight. DeAndre Hopkins, he has. And Rondell Moore, I have. And Hopkins is questionable right now. So if T-Hop goes out, I win. Let's hope you get this. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. And in the World Cup today, Senegal versus Eng- uh, Netherlands. England versus Iran. And USA versus Wales. The USA versus Wales game is at 2 p.m. I am super stoked about that one, man. I can't wait. You need another cup of coffee? Indeed, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, Kyrie Irving set to move forward with the Nets after winning return. Yeah, that whole that whole situation is a complete mess, man. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, the Nets, the team is a mess. The chemistry is a mess. That uh, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that's happening. I hope it's the end of the super teams. I know it's not, but here's to hoping. Uh, Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of uh, New York, calls out the Jets for a quote sorry unquote offensive effort. Yeah, he's right. It was terrible. It was Billy. Did you watch the Jets versus Pats game? I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna set the scene here for you. Uh, both offensives were absolutely horrendous. One of the worst offensive games I think I've ever seen in NFL history. It was terrible. The The score with 40 seconds left was 3-3. Three to three. Didn't, didn't the Patriots have a walk-off uh, punt return? They did indeed. The Jets had a fourth down with, I think it was around 30 to 45 seconds left. Wow. Punt, good punt, you know. Good punt back there. Uh, and it was... Who, who was it? Uh, Marcus Jones was the one who caught it. Returned it 84 yards for a touchdown to give the Patriots a 10-3 to lead. Wow. <laughs> yes. It was, it was nuts. But it was one of the worst offensive games I think I have ever seen in my entire life in the NFL. The Jets, as a team, had 59 rushing yards and 77 passing yards. That's saying something. Straight straight doo-doo. Terrible. Yeah, it was awful. It was was an awful, awful offensive game, but a a fun, uh, enjoyable ending, I guess, if you're not a Jets fan. Uh, World Cup teams abandoned the, quote, (laughs) I got you. (laughs) Abandoned. I knew what you were trying to say. One love at armband amid the FIFA row. Yeah, that is the most spineless thing uh, anybody's done yet for uh, for the World Cup. They they removed it because FIFA said that players could possibly get a, a yellow card when the match started because of the armband and then a red card if they didn't remove it. And everybody bowed towards FIFA's will and is now taking off the one love armband. So way to be spineless every single soccering nation over there in the World Cup. Price it's hate week. It is. It is hate work. And we all know what we say around here, Muck Fishigan. Muck Fishigan. Uh, it is it, it is hate it is hate week. I've had to live with the pain of losing to that stupid team from up north in the maize and blue. It's uh it's been terrible. It's been an awful, awful year. Um I'll, I'll be honest. I was unconsol- inconsolable 
that that word? Did yeah. I say that word? Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, after after the after the loss to that team up north last year, it took me a solid week to get over it. Um, I hate them. I don't want any success to ever come to that state or that university ever uh, about anything. Um, in fact, I refuse to eat uh, eat pizza at pizza because they have their um, headquarters based in that state. Uh, I won't oh, listen to Uncle Caesar. Cracker. Little Caesar. Do based what? out of Michigan, isn't it? Little Caesars. I think they have two corporate offices. Um, I think they have two. Uh, I don't listen to Uncle Cracker uh, because he's from there. I uh, I hate who's the uh, who's who's the redneck rapper. I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't remember his name. I want to be a cowboy baby. What's his name? I don't know. Oh my god! What? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, why? Why am I? Why am I blanking on who sings this song? This is a great. great I don't. I don't remember. I, 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 Clay Harden's gonna listen to this and send a very angry text message to us because we can't think of this guy's name. Uh, I can see as a Kid Rock. My goodness! Holy smokes! My mind went oh, yeah, yeah. trouble. It, yeah, I know. I know. As soon, as soon as I couldn't think of Kid Rock's name, immediately I'm like, Clay Harden's gonna send me an angry text. Uh, yeah, I don't like Clay. I don't like um, uh, Kid Rock. He's from uh, he's from that state up north. So it's hate week. Yep, Muck Fishigan. Yep, and it's you know this is you know I've I've conceded this. I've said that Ohio State Michigan is is one of the all time greats as far as um, rivalry games of all time. Um. And people down here in the South are going to hate me for this. And I'm sorry, but you know, you can send all the hate mail you want to. Um, but the game is so much better than um, Alabama. It, it is. Yeah. It's the, it's the second biggest rivalry in all of uh, American sports. It the is. only game it's- that I think I, and I've talked with Matt Ridgeway about this. The only game that I think I've conceded that might be, more of a hatred game would be army navy yeah but that's yeah okay i I can get i can get on board with that that's my favorite game of the year honestly is army navy i mean that's Um, the only game that i think can be that could rival us i know it it has its own weekend right and i know that you're you're thinking uh duke and unc no 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 No. yankees red sox oh yeah 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 it's nowhere near that anymore no so yeah I, I yankees red sox in my opinion is the number one rivalry in all of sport in america um ohio state michigan number two army navy's good though man that's uh i like that one i mean they have their own weekend in that honestly that's my favorite that's my favorite game and weekend of the college football year i love that weekend i love the uniforms that come out everything they do for the servicemen and women i think that i and moving that game to its own like that game having its own weekend i think was a home run for college football great and finally on this day in 1978 atlanta braves third baseman bob horner wins the national league rookie of the year hey let's go bob horner 78 he was a rookie yeah i feel like bob horner was an older player than that yeah nope. 78 i thought he was like 50s hmm. i should get anything else yeah i do uh happy birthday billy spud not only is it Mr. Rich Finley's birthday today, it is also my co-host and uh, one of my best friends for, hell, how long have we known each other? 14 years? 10 years? Somewhere around there? We met in 2010, so. 
it is it is Billy Lundahl's 48th birthday today. <laughs> so um, if, if if anybody sees him out and about, give him a big bear birthday hug. Uh, it is uh, how old are you? What are you? What are you today? 36? 37. Yeah. 37. Oh my God, you're getting closer to that 40. Yeah, dude. tell me about it. Do you feel 37 this morning? Did you wake up and more stuff in your body started hurting? Uh, yeah, I felt horrible because yesterday I was I was sick. I was like, I had a fever most of the day yesterday and I was not feeling great. Um, my body just said, screw you, Billy. <laughs> and and as a and as a really good friend, I said I sent you very encouraging text messages to get better and to feel better. <laughs> you did. Uh, it was very similar to uh, what are you eight? Why are you taking your temperature? <laughs> yeah, take take Dayquil and get on with it like the rest uh, of us adults. But yeah, it's uh, I I took some medicine and tried to knock myself out and uh, nice. Got any got any big birthday plans for today, man? What you doing tonight? Kind of work. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing tonight though? I mean, you going to the club, getting some dancing, you know, going to have a couple of drinks, right? Seems like your mo. So, Gavin's going to my sister-in-law's tonight. Uh, Cassie doesn't get off till nine, so I'm going to be by myself after I get off work. So, it sounds like the PlayStation Four needs to be fired up and have a little uh, birthday video game uh, action. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Happy birthday, Thanks, dude! Buddy. Yes, sir. That's it for the morning five for Monday, November 21st, 2022. And we will talk to you all on on Tuesday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.